0: BLOCK TALK RADIO Welcome to Rejuvenation's Health Radio on blogtalkradio.com The show is brought to you by LipoLite Naples and your hosts are Dr. Ron and Dr. Ron We are your station for everything natural We are your station for information about slimming, shaping and toning we not only want you to live longer, we want you to have more life in those years. So without further ado, let's get on with today's show. Good afternoon, everyone. This is Dr. Ron Sr. having a little problem here with the board. Uh, welcome, everybody, uh, on this beautiful day here in sunny southwest Florida, the 23rd of February 2016. Can you believe it? The month of February is just flying by. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Thank you for making uh, Rejuvenation's Health Radio Time with Dr. On, the number one health show in Southwest Florida, listened to on the Internet. And I wanted to take this time to thank uh, Phil Safer, who was here last week as a special guest from Alexa.com and his time to discuss Colloidal Silver Generator. I know some of you have bought the uh, generator from uh, uh, Alexa. I'm sure you'll enjoy it. It's the one that we use in our house, and we make lots of it. And we'll talk a little bit about uh, how I use it and and other uses for colloidal silver as time goes on. Today, uh, the title of the show is uh, Dementia, related to the products that cause decreased acid in your stomach, and we'll get on to that in, in just a minute. First of all, I'd like you to know we are brought to you by Lipolite Naples and Naples Cryo Spa, Look at 1575 Pine Ridge Road, Suite Number 6 in Naples, Florida. So the phone numbers there are 239-331-5886 or 239-658-2665. We'll have a little uh, promo uh, uh, introduction from Dr. Ron later in the show. Uh, significantly, now the uh, mixed martial artists are now uh, coming to the cryo spa in order to uh, uh, train uh, more vigorously because they can get rid of their uh, uh, pain and they 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 can do a lot more physical exertion. So, I, uh, Dr. Ron's very proud to have the uh, mixed martial art. Uh, even the champion training uh, and using his his, uh, nitrogen chamber so thank you Dr. Dan for your listening Uh, thank you for your all these phone numbers I see here in New Jersey and uh, I think that we have a Philadelphia phone call here too and I that might be Dr. Smith I'm not sure is that you Jerry Jerry? Yeah, it's me okay well uh, Jerry we're just getting started Uh, I'd just like to talk a little bit about Alzheimer's and uh, and proton pump inhibitors. According to the latest report, the 2015 report on the global impact of dementia, it's just incredible that there are about 9.9 million new cases of dementia that will be diagnosed this year around the world. Ladies and gentlemen, that's one case every three seconds. And globally the number of people now living with dementia is expected to rise from the current 46 million to 131.5 million people by 2050. The cost to treat dementia here and elsewhere are estimated at about wait to hear this number. 818 billion US But they're expected to soar to $1 trillion by 2018 and a whopping $2 trillion by 2030. Ladies and gentlemen, there's some sobering statistics about Alzheimer's disease. And it's not only in the low- and middle-income countries. There's new cases of dementia worldwide, and it's growing the cost of caring for these people with dementia is, is staggering. So uh, what we'll talk about today is dementia that is caused iatrogenically. That is by drugs prescribed by physicians. And um, just your the thought for the day is that there is more money spent spent on breast implants and Viagra than on Alzheimer's research. The takeaway from that is is that by the year twenty twenty there will be a large elderly population with perky boobs and huge erections and absolutely no recollection of what to do with them. God for the day. Okay. So
1: yes. Well one of the problems with dementia, as you mentioned even in the past shows, the use of the statin drugs, that that causes dementia. It's one of the well-known side effects.
0: Absolutely. We're going to get to that. We're going to get okay. to statins and dementia because, they, as you and I both know, they wipe out the cholesterol, and the cholesterol is critical for brain function. But I want to, you yes. know, uh, actually the PPIs, the Nexium drugs, are in just as dangerous, if not more dangerous, because they're addictive. And they're some of the most popular drugs on the market today. And they are, in my opinion, riding away the brain, our brains one pill at a time. So we've had other programs about proton pump inhibitors like Prolosic, Nexium, Prevacid, and they're supposed to block your stomach acid and relieve your heartburn, but that's not all they do. These drugs are handed out like candy. Even though they've been linked, you know, they've been linked to broken bones, life-threatening infections, and even permanent kidney damage because they interfere with the calcium absorption. They interfere with your normal uh, bacteria in your intestines. But it looks like we haven't seen anything yet, ladies and gentlemen. There's a new research out from Germany which has just proven that popping these pills could put you on a fast track to dementia and maybe an early grave used to be that you didn't have to worry about dementia or Alzheimer's until you were well into your golden years. I know my, during my training, we didn't even think of it or diagnose it uh, in younger people. But that, all that's starting to change. The number of seniors with dementia, uh, dementia, as I've mentioned, is skyrocketing, and even younger people are now being affected. In fact, there are now more than 200,000 Americans living with early onset dementia and Alzheimer's. While these numbers have been shooting through the roof, sales of these drugs, these PPIs or proton pump inhibitors for heartburn and acid reflux, have been exploding. You know, and, and do you think that's a coincidence, ladies and gentlemen, exploding sales of PPIs and exploding Alzheimer's? We have to keep that in mind. Researchers from the German Center for Neurodegenerative Diseases recently studied seven years' worth of health data on more than 73,000 people, and they found that long-term users of PPIs are upping their risk of dementia by, guess what? How much do you think? 44% out of this study. 44% increase of dementia using these drugs. You heard me right. That's a 44% higher risk of developing a disease that can cost you your independence and your life. And believe it or not, That's only half of the story. That's because these researchers only looked at folks taking prescription PPIs. And you and I both know that these medications are about as easy to buy over the counter as cough drops. Larry the Cable Guy has practically made a second career for himself of hawking these drugs. You know, I probably have a feeling he probably wasn't the best guy to be giving out health advice. What do you think? Let you take your health advice from Larry, the cable guy, come on. So honestly, when it comes to PPIs, uh, I'm starting to feel like a broken record because I've told you time and time again. It seems that I keep warning you about the risks of these drugs.
1: So Even, I, even more well, so, uh, Ron. Yeah. One of the big problems that is not being talked about is these chemtrails spraying radioactive aluminum which is getting breathed into the brain, and I think this is one of the main reasons why you're seeing such uh, an increase in young people with dementia.
0: Well, I mean, besides, between the drugs and the chemicals, uh, I forgot the number. I was uh, prepping it for another show, but it's an astounding number of pounds per acre of chemicals that are being used. And, of course, aluminum has been implicated in the... Brain function entangles for years. Uh, I met a, a gentleman that, that used to work for a Doctor's Data, a PhD, uh, when I was in practice and doing hair analysis. And he was doing chelation and seeing some uh, uh, good effects on on people with dementia. But of course, the chelation is not really for aluminum. But he was pulling out a lot of heavy metals, and maybe some aluminum came out with it. But aluminum is everywhere. It's in your underarm deodorants. It was a it's a milk of magnesia, uh, aluminum to hydroxide, paste. And, to and toothpaste. Toothpaste. along with the fluoride, huh?
1: Yeah, it's aluminum huh. oxide. It's a whitening agent.
0: <laughs> wow, I didn't know that one. That's a new one for me. But you know, uh, on the PPI, just let me finish my thought about it because uh, your 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 body needs stomach acid, ladies and gentlemen to properly digest food and more importantly not only digest it to absorb the nutrients you get you're supposed to get from that food so these these medications can cause deficiencies and as i said calcium is one of them but another big one that's important for your brain is vitamin B12 so we'll talk about you know, later on, how how you can maybe handle this somewhat naturally, like, oh, we'll handle it right now. Try eating smaller portions and avoid foods that trigger your symptoms. So if you know something's going to give you uh, heartburn, don't eat it. Don't lay down for at least two hours after eating, wear loose-fitting clothes, elevate the head of your bed at least, at least six inches at night. You know, it's something you can do. It doesn't cost very much. And digestive enzyme supplements have also been found to help. Uh, t- and taking a high quality uh, probiotic daily—in other words, get your, your the bacteria working to digest your food. Use papain, a type of digestive enzymes, uh, betaine hydrochloride to help uh, digest your food. As you get older, ladies and gentlemen, and uh, I want to hear Doctor Smith on this too—you really need more acid because your stomach makes less acid. So, uh, in my opinion, you know, apple cider vinegar, betaine, really important to get the proper nutrients absorbed from the food you eat. What do do you think about that?
1: Well, you're 100% correct. Well, the other problem today is that we're not getting real food in our diet. So, we're not getting the B vitamins, the zinc, the trace minerals to enable the, 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 I think it's the chief cells that produce the hydrochloric acid in the stomach. Right. And as a result, the foods that we're eating, uh, because you get the organic acids from from the various foods, and then, then they put in alkali, like Tums, which actually makes the situation worse. By putting alkali in, it forces your stomach to produce more hydrochloric acid, which is actually solving the problem. It's not the Tums. And, exactly uh, this is right. Where the, yeah, these doctors, they don't have a clue. If you start taking digestive enzymes like you suggested – and lipase, you know, which is uh, an enzyme to digest fat and and the lipotropic factors like in the B vitamins, like choline, for example, it helps to thin the bile. It helps you to digest the fat. And you don't have to avoid the foods, you know, if you're eating good fats, you know, from avocado or uh, good red meats, then your body can handle it. But today, everything's dead. I mean, 30 seconds of cooking destroys the enzymes in the food. Right. And worse, if you use a to... microwave. Go ahead. Ah, microwaves, if you give it to someone you don't like, get rid of your microwave.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: okay, finish your thought on the enzymes, sir.
1: Yeah, well, you know, back in the 30s, Edward Howe uh, was working in a sanitarium and treating all kinds of medical issues with enzymes. That's all he used. And he was getting miraculous results because when the food putrefies in the intestines, you're getting All kinds of chemical toxins, ammonia, eschatol, putrescine, and these things get into the blood. It also affects your brains and your other organs. And the other thing that most people don't realize, when they treat the public water supply, they're using alum, which is aluminum sulfate, to pull the suspended particles out of the water, and they don't even tell you. So you're getting aluminum in the public water.
0: Exactly right. That's a good point. It's a good point to mention. And we could do another show on that a uh, program just on the water supply and the fluoride that's in the water, which is just killing us also. Let me just make one other point, ladies and gentlemen, about what we've been talking about. I've been talking about the, the proton pump inhibitors and dementia. Now, you know, this isn't from Prevention Magazine. This isn't from U.S. News and World Report. This is from the Journal of the American Medical Association Journal Neurology. I mean, this is a top-rated journal. Uh, so for them to put this, this article out, the researchers had to go through peer review quite rigorously. And one other thing this article pointed out was having diabetes or being prescribed five or more drugs other than the uh, proton pump inhibitor, the Nexheimer, uh products, and we call that polypharmacy. That also... Increase the risk significantly more, and how many people these days have a primary care, a cardiologist? This, huh, blah, 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 beep, blah, boop, and there are no one knows who what uh, the other one's given out, and most patients have a lot of drugs. So, you know, uh, one other thing this article pointed out that I want to mention is that these PPIs may cross the blood-brain barrier and interact with brain enzymes. Now that that is. Really incredible, because uh, that blood-brain barrier is there to protect us. It's uh, nature's way of protecting the brain. But these drugs, they think, may pass that barrier. So um, really, uh, uh, these drugs are really difficult. And and, uh, as Dr. Smith knows, these drugs are called purple crack. You know why they're called purple crack, ladies and gentlemen? Because once you're on them it's, the, it's almost impossible to get off them with, with a uh, without a physician that knows what he's doing and can be sympathetic to you and can taper you off these drugs. They are quite addictive, and when you come off them, you get a trampoline effect, which means now your stomach, which was held back like with a governor in a car, you take the governor off, and now you can race, and your your body goes to the races and makes tons of acid. So um you know I I saw some of this when I was in practice Dr. Smith is currently in practice and maybe he also sees uh see some of this So this this cute and little friendly bright colored uh, little purple pill is not so friendly uh, and and it is a poison pill for many and my opinion is it should be banned but that's not going to happen uh so uh we gotta just just want want you to know that these are not innocuous and Larry the cable guy, don't take your advice from him. And there's another thing, I won't get into it right now, but this, if you read the package insert on these proton pump and there's a black box warning. What's a black box warning? This is something that the FDI feel feels so strongly about uh they they insist that it be put out in the you know, prominently in these circulars. And these drugs cause a decrease in magnesium. You know what happens, ladies and gentlemen, when you decrease your magnesium? You can get a heart attack. And magnesium and, and potassium are sort of, uh, in, they, they sort of travel together. So, you know, you can, your potassium drops, your magnesium drops, you can get a heart attack, your B12 drops, you can get anemic. Uh, they, they block vitamin C and vitamin D. And these lower levels of acid uh, created by these drugs is just the right climate for a bacteria that you may have heard about. It's called C. Diff, and it's also uh, they've been this, these drugs have been associated with a community acquired pneumonia. So, don't you really feel good about your little pill? Don't you really feel good about uh, Larry the Cable Guy? So, don't become a victim. Go green. Try her heartburn relieving fresh squeezed cabbage juice. I've had patients do really well with that, eight ounces at a, 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 at a time. Uh, Jerry, have you ever tried cabbage juice for uh, heartburn?
1: No, I. Uh, with my patients, you know, I test, but usually it's a liver problem, and uh, by giving the B vitamins uh, from food source, not the synthetic stuff that smells like drugs, but it helps you to digest your proteins, your carbohydrates, your fats, and that helps alleviate a lot of digestion issues. Also, the betaine hydrochloride and the digestive enzymes, you could knock out heartburn pretty darn quickly, you know, with the right nutrients, uh, but you're right, cabbage juice has vitamin U in it. It also prevents ulcers.
0: Exactly. It, it's,
1: you know, it is something that... Uh,
0: uh, if you can't afford to go out and you don't, you can't get out to a store, you can get someone out to give you a head of cabbage and juice it up, you know, grind it up in the in the blender.
1: So uh, go to a Korean geez. restaurant, you get some kimchi. <laughs>
0: that's it. Well, that's, that's my daughter who lives in Southern Spain makes makes that all the time for her children. It's just a pickle. Very healthy. Uh, very healthy for you. Very very healthy. So, I mean, you know, so you're talking about we let, let, We can wrap it up a little bit here on PPIs, proton pump inhibitors. But they are not good for you, ladies and gentlemen. They're addictive. They can they cause your B12 level to drop. They can cause a heart attack because it's, they can suck the magnesium right out of your body. Uh, and believe me, you really need that mineral to, to put the tick in your ticker. So... Um, if you have uh, questions about this, uh, we, we can we can take some, some calls at 347-989-8899. That's 347-989-8899. And uh, we will take a quick pause for the pause. I want you to hear what Doc, my son, Dr. Ron, is doing down in Naples uh, with a nitrogen cryo spa. It's the only private chamber in, in South Florida. And as I said, the the mixed martial artists are now training there, Uh, not training there, they're going there uh, because when they train for a fight, they can train longer because this gets rid of their aches and pains. Great for fibromyalgia, rheumatoid patients. Here's Dr. Rod.
1: This is Dr. Ron Repesey of Rejuvenation's Cool Cryo Spa, your place to chill
0: at 239-658-COOL. If you've not heard of whole body cryotherapy and suffer with back pain, joint pain, arthritis, fibromyalgia, or you're an athlete that wants quick recovery from sports injuries, then come chill with us at Rejuvenation's Cool Cryo Spa. CryoSpa treatments take only three minutes and are supervised by physicians. Sessions are one-on-one in a private environment. Each treatment can also burn 5 to 800 calories. As seen on Dr. Oz, Cool CryoSpa is truly amazing technology. Let's hear what Dr. Kurt Biggs, a well-respected
1: orthopedic surgeon in Naples, has to say about Cool Cryotherapy.
2: Hi, I'm Dr. Biggs at the Joint Replacement Institute. Since I started applying the Cool Cryo Sauna, my patients are healing much quicker and athletes are seeing quick recovery. I recommend this procedure for my surgical patients and athletes. Call Dr. Repissy now to schedule your Cool Cryo trial session.
1: 239-658-Cool. 239-658-2665. Located at 1575 Pine Ridge Road in in the new Italian Italian beast row plaza rejuvenations
0: cool cryo spa come chill with us well they call dr. ron dr. cool because of, of his nitrogen chamber so if you get a chance and you're uh, in naples florida uh give him a call so uh as a, a call in guest today we have dr jerry smith uh natural healer uh uh been practicing for a lot of years, has a lot of practical experience, and uh, we're always uh, glad to have him. He's been a very uh, popular guest on the show too, when he's when he's talked about the cyber scan technology that he uses and his work with Carol Kine and the uh, psychoneuroimmunology part of this with genetic decoding. Uh, I think I got that right, biologic decoding or genetic
1: decoding. So we, uh, we're we going to get Carol on, aren't we, sometime, Jerry? Oh, absolutely. You know, it was interesting. I actually, I have a patient from Iowa that was just in yesterday, and um, she uh, did some biodecoding on me from Iowa. You don't actually have to be in the physical presence of the individual. And all I can tell you, uh, Ron, is that I've never – Felt more at peace with myself since she has done the treatment, and, and Carol does similar things. But Carol, unfortunately, was uh, under the weather at the time, so she couldn't, um, uh, you know, handle me. But uh, it was interesting how changing some uh, energetic blocks in the body can change the physiology and your mental state. It's unbelievable.
0: Well, wow. well, we, you know, we. I, I'm really looking forward to having her back on. You know, uh, Jerry and ladies and gentlemen, what I did not do. There, there was a Dr. Murray on uh, radio just recently, uh, talking about proton pump inhibitors, and and uh, just, uh, you know, just take a couple of minutes and just let's let's just listen to Dr. Murray.
1: Another very popular class of drugs is for acid reflux, and you see <laughs> the commercials. You take a pill before you eat, you yeah. can eat
2: whatever you want. Right. What do those drugs? eventually really do it's sad it's sad because uh, you know direct to consumer advertising is cre- creating some big sellers in the in the drug world and uh, the ads look and sound great but uh, many times they're they're creating more harm than good uh, if we have indigestion rarely is it a result of too much acid when we take an acid blocking drug we're suppressing a very important aspect of our digestive process. So when that happens, it leads to problems. And uh, studies have shown that when people start taking these drugs, that their risk for gastrointestinal infection and upper respiratory infections increases dramatically. Their risk for fractures increase dramatically. And their risk for developing nutrient deficiencies increase. And that could mean uh, the likelihood of developing more catastrophic illness later on in life like Alzheimer's disease. So I really think it's a perfect example of going down the path of symptom relief rather than trying to understand and figure out what's going on that's causing the symptom and address that. Uh, Many times people that are taking these acid blocking drugs would actually benefit by taking some hydrochloric acid, some stomach acid themselves, and that might be enough to improve their digestive process to eliminate the symptoms. Uh, Sometimes acid indigestion is caused by reflux. Sometimes it's caused by an overgrowth of a bacteria called H. pylori. There are things that we can do from a natural perspective that I think makes a whole lot more sense than taking a drug to block an important body process. Mm
0: I have another natural healer that, talking about PPIs recently on the, on the radio, and I just happened to uh, have that here today. And, you know, he, he mentioned something that Dr. Smith has talked to us all about, and that's getting to the cause of the problem. If you can get to the cause, uh, you can come up with an effective treatment. And I, I think uh, doc, Dr. Smith is now, uh, you know, with his cyber scan, the way he approaches problems, he's trying to get to the cause of the problem. And that's what we try and uh, tell you here. So, uh, I want to just mention thallium. Maybe you, you, everybody knows thallium because of a thallium stress test. Well, that, that thallium is uh, has a half life of eight hours and is out of your system. But you know what, what? What a lot of us eat today, ladies and gentlemen. What do we like? Kale. I'm going to tell you that commercial kale is a thallium. I'm just going to read you the signs and symptoms of toxic- toxicity due to chronic exposure to thallium. Where do you hear these? Fatigue, headaches, depression, hallucination, psychosis, hear this one, dementia, poor appetite, leg pain, hair loss, and or disturbances of vision. So chronic thallium poisoning can occur over a period of months or years due to absorption through skin, respiration, and GI tract and can accumulate to toxic levels. There's lots of cases being presented in the literature about thallium poisoning. So I just want to you to, to know about it because I think as time goes on, because dementia is such a huge problem, we have to look for those cases of dementia that are curable. For instance, get off of the proton pump inhibitors. Get off of the statins. And we'll hit a little bit about statins as Dr. Smith brought that up because that is an, that's another important uh, way you can get dementia. And maybe we should be looking at heavy metals. You know, there's still a lot of lead pipes around. And... uh you know, we don't really think about our water supply. Now, we know about al- al- the alum and aluminum in the reservoirs, but there's still a lot of lead pipes a- around. So, you know, my advice would be to get to a holistic uh, physician uh, such as Dr. Smith or one uh, trained and certified by the Academy of Advanced Medicine, Advancement of Medicine, and uh, if you're experiencing any of these kinds of symptoms. I'd be interested to hear uh, uh, Dr. Smith, because he does a cyber scan that detects metals. Have you detected much thallium, uh, Jerry?
1: I haven't noticed, uh, I haven't paid too much attention to that particular one. But what's interesting, um, when I studied with Dr. Yoshiaki Amura up in uh, Manhattan, he was, uh, you know, at the time 82 years old, brilliant, brilliant uh, medical practitioner. And what they discovered is that um, thallium. You know, gets stuck in the brain. Uh, you said six to eight hours. It's out of the body, I, according to what Dr. Yoshi. But well, that, radioact- that, that was
0: the that was the radio? Uh, that was the radioactive one used for the yeah, stress test. Yeah,
1: but the bottom line is, if you take cilantro in your diet, which is what they use in salsa, the cilantro literally will pull the thallium out of the brain,
2: hmm.
1: and it also pulls wow. heavy metals out of the brain too. So you know these ethnic uh, foods, you know Mexican foods, and you know with these different spices, they have a, an incredible physiologic, uh, you know, action.
0: Interesting. That's a, that's an interesting one. And uh, just in the in the uh, in the, to be honest about you, Doctor Smith has recommended cilantro as part of my uh, detoxification program. And I and not only am I doing it, I started to grow my own.
1: Yeah, I mean so, you don't have to go run to the market like you said you can grow your own be pesticide free.
0: Exactly. Uh, GMO free and pesticide free. I'm growing it in my vertical tower which I told you I was building. It is now up and and running and all my plants look very very happy. So you can buy so a you play some garden.
1: classical music. <laughs>
0: Well, we, little, I, I can do, they hear my piano playing at, in the evening. And, uh, you know, mine and Dr. Dan, you should hear Dr. Dan play. We've got to get him on the show one time. He's a classmate of mine. What a great musician he is. Well, anyway, we're growing the Vertical Tower. And, ladies and gentlemen, you know, about a month ago, we had uh, Enrique Toro on. He is a representative for the uh, Tower Garden. If you're not handy, I mean, that is a great uh, product, the Tower Garden. Uh, if you're handy, I will put up uh, on the LipoLite website uh, a way you can build a vertical garden from a five-by-five-inch fence post. Uh, so uh, if you're not handy, just go ahead and order one, and you can produce your uh, uh, your vegetables, your fruits, uh, just with a... Uh, Air, air and fertilizer. So we'll get more into that later. Uh, Jerry, let's talk about a little bit about uh, statins since you brought it up. You know they're the, probably the most profitable medications in the history of pharmaceutical companies, right? Well,
1: uh, absolutely. You know, the interesting thing is, you know, they keep lowering the cholesterol so they can prescribe more statin drugs. Uh, the bottom line is the liver produces 80% of the body's cholesterol, which is needed to cleanse the uh the liver of toxins plus you have over 60 different hormones in your adrenal glands every one of them needs a base of cholesterol to form the hormone so when you keep suppressing these uh, levels of cholesterol you're pretty much guaranteeing yourself a heart attack in fact most people that die of massive heart attacks have low to normal cholesterol levels it, it's exactly. bizarre i mean it's just it's just disinformation that's being put out there to you know, boost the cell. These darn drugs, uh, you know, not only, uh, you know, suppress the uh, uh, the cholesterol, but your brain doesn't get the cholesterol for repair, the other parts of the body. It causes rhabdomyolysis, which is a breakdown of muscle tissue, causes type 2 diabetes, tears up your liver, okay? and But other than that, it's a great drug.
0: Yeah, it's a great drug. And they, you know, the drug companies have made a disease out of a blood test. You know, they just, all of a sudden they say it's it's you know a hypercholesterolemia. Well, again, what is the cause of that blood test being high? And that's uh, where we are missing the boat here in the in in the world. And had an interesting study I just like one of our listeners to hear about found nearly 100 percent of men. And 62% of women aged 66 to 75 were recommended a statin medication even if their cholesterol level was
1: normal. Yeah, that's
0: that? Yeah. Isn't that awful? awful? That, that is Absolutely. just awful. So, you know, and as Dr. Smith said, statin drugs are associated with serious adverse uh, reactions, Uh So, you know, if we want to take a look at them, let me just read from something uh, here. The following numbers come from the FDA adverse events reporting system, and they were compiled by a physician, Dr. Blair, B-L-A-I-R. And uh, he explained that the FDA data reported by practicing physicians in the trenches. Now, these are the doctors that are not associated with studies. And, by the way, interesting study came out today from the – from Harvard, they said that only 25% of clinical studies are ever published. And the reason for that is because the other 75% didn't give the drug companies the data they wanted to sell their drugs. So we're only seeing a quarter of all the research being done, and that's being filtered out. So very few, what do you think? How many adverse drug reactions are reported by physicians? Well, ladies and gentlemen, it's from 1% to 10% only. Only 1% to 10% are uh, reported. So, you know, Dr. Smith was right. Statins work by poisoning an enzyme, HMG-CoA reductase, which is needed to produce cholesterol. And as he said it, adrenal and sex hormones and memory proteins and their cholesterol is needed to maintain cell energy. And where do you think the highest cl- uh, concentration of cholesterol is, ladies and gentlemen? It's in the brain. So can you guess an organ that will suffer when cholesterol production is blocked? Uh, you're right. It's the brain. Now, I, I well, have another. another
1: su- yeah, just wanted to interject here. Yeah. You know, Please, you, anytime. Yeah, sure. Thank you. You were talking about all these uh, you know, medical testing and how they, uh, you know, want to diagnose the levels of cholesterol. Well, I'm preparing to give a nutritional seminar up in Toronto this weekend, and one of the studies I came across showed that uh, blood tests, they did what they call evaluation of autopsy reports. They did 2,300 autopsy reports. Only in 11% tests uh, definitive in making the correct diagnosis, only 11%. 76% Wow. 76% of correct diagnosis came from a good medical history by the physician. So it's a scam, uh, most of these blood tests, to just jack up the bills. And, and they're getting all kinds of numbers, which really don't tell you what the heck's wrong with the patient. Just says something's out of whack.
0: Yeah, absolutely right. I mean, it's, it's just, a, you know, Gary, we, When we have to go back to basics where uh, you did a history, a physical examination, and then you ordered the blood tests. Uh, when I left medical practice, uh, I told my residents, you know, the medicine of the future will be well. The CAT scan, the MRI, and all the blood tests are normal. Let's go examine the patient. They're doing it backwards, ladies and gentlemen. That's not the way Dr. Smith nor I nor uh, the physicians uh, that are more than forty years in practice were, were trained. So uh, he's absolutely right. They're doing it backwards. Well, yeah, and, and the often they
1: don't. Yeah, they don't touch the patient. I mean, yeah. if you palpate under the rib cage on the right side and you got a tender area there, you got a gallbladder problem, you got heartburn, bloating, uh indigestion. That's usually a gallbladder problem. You know, it, it's just too simple. That's the problem. You got to the old-time family doc listen to the patient, and if you listen long enough and have enough smarts, you can make a, an accurate diagnosis just like this Study showed that 76% was made from the history.
0: Right. Makes sense. One more statistic, ladies and gentlemen. There were 36,605 reports of brain dysfunction, which included memory impairment, transient cases of global amnesia. That's where you just forget everything for a period of time, and then it comes back. Confusion, paranoia, paranoia, disorientation, depression, and dementia related to statin use. And I can't uh, remind you enough that this number only represents reporting by physicians between 1% and 10% of the true number. Now, I I got this for Jerry. What do you think the FDA would do if a vitamin was on the market and did this? You think if it would be off in 24 hours? Exactly. Now, what what about statins? Why do they change? Why do they turn their head? Because why they're controlled by the big pharmaceutical companies. Let's just let's just say it. So uh, here we have a drug that that is doesn't really do much good. It's probably only effective three percent of the time, causing all this, and no one's uh, talking about it. And, and physicians are prescribing it like cotton candy. Well, you know,
1: it's interesting when uh, Matthias Rath and <clears throat> Linus Pauling did their research. Uh, on cholesterol and and arteriosclerosis and all that, they analyze the blood of uh, hibernating bears, and their cholesterol is like 400. They need that to survive. I, I worked with a dentist years ago whose whole family had normal 350 cholesterol. No one had heart attacks. No one had serious injuries. You know, the cholesterol is basically when you got chronic inflammation in the body and your blood vessels are inflamed, The body puts down cholesterol patches to try to repair the injury. The the problem today uh, is lacking vitamin C because humans don't produce their own vitamin C. It's not, you know, you get orange juice in the market and an hour and a half after they squeeze it, it's dead by the time you get it home. Uh, You're paying for expensive, uh, you know, orange water. The key is, you know, uh, Matthias Rath and, and Linus Pauling proved that when you take, you know, vitamin C, and proline and lysine, especially the lysine, it dissolves the plaque away, these cholesterol patches, and the vitamin C helps the collagen to be produced to repair your blood vessel walls. It's too simple. They, they actually ran Matthias Rath, I think, out of the country because he was reversing uh, you know, atherosclerosis with, with vitamins. And, you know, God forbid, that will ruin the whole market.
0: And look what they did with the physicians that practice chelation therapy, EDTA. Every one of them is being prosecuted
1: by their state medical boards.
0: Uh, And, you know, they're actually
1: curing people. Yeah, in the the Swedish countries, Norway, Sweden, Finland, you don't get a heart operation unless you go through chelation therapy first. And what they found is I think that 72% of the people didn't need surgery after they did chelation. Incredible. And, and here's, a, here's
0: an article i, I just to let my listeners uh, know about. This is in a journal called Atherosclerosis. It was published November of 2012. November of 2012. Let me read. Let me get, just get to pull this out here. Statin use is associated with an increased prevalence and extent of coronary plaques possessing calcium. The longitudinal effect of statins on carbonate plaque composition is warrants further investigation. What, what I what I just said is, if you're on statin drugs, they can actually increase coronary artery plaque. Now, is that incredible? And why why haven't anybody heard hasn't anybody heard of it? I, I know you've heard it here because I've talked to, about it before. But coronary plaque increase. And 55% in males that were taking statin drugs. Isn't that that's just incredible?
1: Yeah, but that increased uh, surgery. Come on, you're un-American.
0: Uh, <laughs> 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 yeah, they're, they're going to get locked out, american and uh, they're going to throw me out of the AD, AMA, which I never belonged to anyway. <laughs> well, you know, the FDA, uh, they did issue a warning about memory loss and statins, but nobody's paying attention uh, paying attention to it. Well, the other thing about statin drugs, and we'll move on a little bit uh, since time is going, uh, is that the the difference between absolute risk and relative risk. The drug companies use relative risk. So I'll try and explain that just if I can. If I get confused, Dr. Smith will come in. You have 100 patients taking the sugar pill. You have 100 patients taking the statin. Two patients in the sugar pill group die one patient in the statin group died, okay? The relative risk between the sugar pills and the statin pills, one over two, is 50%. So that's what you're going to hear. There is, by taking a statin, you're going to have a 50% less chance of dying. That's called relative risk. That's a trick. The absolute risk is one out of 100 or a tenth of a percent in the sugar pill and two out of 100 or two-tenths of a percent in the statin pill, statin group, and that is absolutely doesn't make any sense at all. So there's a, a statistical trick they use called relative risk versus absolute risk, and you should always look for absolute risk when you read something, and you should look for the disclosure seeing to see who paid for the study, what, which drug company paid for the study to this day and it was true when i was in practice and it's still true today pharmaceutical companies spend a lot more money on advertising than they do on research and uh, that's why they come up with these guidelines these cholesterol guidelines so they can get more and more people on statin drugs which they they I, they know don't really help a lot of people
1: well, you know, now they are unfortunate, yeah the thing is excuse me when they talk about um cholesterol and all that business and then to prevent heart attacks the use of the aspirin uh the same wow. study that showed that you know it may be beneficial in reducing heart attack you get an increased incidence of stroke with aspirin because of the right. bleeds in the brain but they they you know conveniently leave that off the uh, the, the information
0: yeah, and and God forbid if you fall as you get older and you do hit your head, you're more likely to have a a brain bleed while you're on aspirin because your blood is thinner. So uh, really, that's a that's a great point. Yeah, the point I would like to make is, that, and uh, I I saw this in practice. The original studies on aspirin were done with a I I don't even know if it's available anymore. It's called a scriptin. You remember a scriptin? It was a it was a buffered aspirin. Yeah, it was bu- it was buffered with magnesium, and the original that's studies. The, that's that, the, yeah, that's what actually you know, that, decreased the heart attacks. <laughs> exactly, and nobody mentioned that. Nobody talks about that anymore. Uh, they, you know, the Bayer companies and the, whatever whoever makes the aspirin, they, they they're pushing the aspirin. But the original studies, if I'm uh, remember correctly, was done with a scriptin, and that had a magnesium buffer. So it was easier yeah, on magnesium- your stomach.
1: Yeah, the magnesium actually dilates the coronary blood vessels to reduce the heart attack risk.
0: Yeah, here you go. Here you go. And uh you know, here's I just something popped up on my screen as we're talking. People with aluminum toxicity display many of the same symptoms as those with dementia. So your your point was really well taken about the uh alum in the in the water supply.
1: In the water and and like I said, there's spring like I've lectured internationally. You know, I've been to Germany, France, uh uh, Seoul, Korea, and I took pictures of of the chemtrails being sprayed all over the place. This is why dementia is spreading like like wildfire because, and even the trees are dying. Like one of my patients has a hunting lodge, or a cabin up in the upstate New York, and he was saying that they can't figure out why all the trees are dying up there. And I said, Fred, it's real simple. The chemtrails are spewing tons of aluminum into the into the atmosphere. It takes three or four years to get into the root system, and then it starts killing the vegetation.
0: Wow! wow. You know, there's, a, there's aluminum chemtrails. Now, I'm going to read you a list of aluminum where you can get aluminum in your daily life, and you're not you're not going to hear aluminum chemtrails. You're only going to get that from uh, Rejuvenation Health Radio and Doctor Smith. You know, the drugs, antacids, analgesics, anti-diarrheals, uh, and additives such as magnesium stearate. Vaccines, ladies and gentlemen, have aluminum. Hepatitis A and B, uh, diphtheria, tetanus, pertussis vaccine, the pneumococcal vaccine, Gardasil, and others. Cosmetics and personal care products such as antiperspirants, deodorants, including salt crystals made from alum, lotions, sunscreens, and shampoos. Aluminum products including foil, cans, juice pouches, tins, and water bottles. I mean, How you know... Cook, cooking
1: with aluminum ware. People have yeah, ware that they cook in.
0: And especially, uh, you know, if they put something acidic in it, like the Italians used to do in the aluminum pots and uh, keep the uh, tomato sauce, which we call Absolutely. gravy, cooking all day long. Not really good. Not really nope. good. So, uh, occupational and... and personal exposure to aluminum definitely increase your risk for Alzheimer's and dementia. There's just no question about it. I'm glad Dr. Smith brought that up today. Well, let's see. Uh, let me go back to my board here, Jerry, see if we have any, anybody want to ask any question. We have a, one listener here, Uh listener from New Jersey. Do you have a question for Dr. Smith or myself? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Thank you for listening. Well, uh, you know, we have a uh, uh, talked about proton pump inhibitors, Nexium, we talked about statin drugs, we talked about aluminum, we talked about underarm deodorants, uh, and we're talking about getting to the cause of the problem rather than just treat the symptom. Treating cholesterol is treating a symptom. So uh, these are the topics we'd like to continue to discuss. I think we could probably, Dr. Smith and I could discuss statins for an hour with no problem and especially some of the toxic and heavy metals that we're exposed to every day. And maybe we we can do that uh, when he gets back from Toronto and his his lectures there. And, um, you know, he he works with uh, a a person that has been on the program one time for a short period of time uh, to talk about this biologic decoding. It made a lot of sense to me. I had not heard of this concept, uh, but I think that – When they get back from Toronto, we have to set up a time and we'll let you know in advance uh, to hear Carol talk because it makes a lot of sense to be healthy. You have to – there's lots of paths to being healthy. You heard about body, mind, and spirit. Well, we have to take care of all three, uh, ladies and gentlemen. And a practical advice, again, I'll give you, you know, as you go to that supermarket, eat from around the outside. When you start going up and down the aisles, that's when you get all that processed food. Uh, well, you so know there's an old the... saying,
1: yeah, there's an old saying. you know um uh, if if you don't mind, uh, if you want to eat healthy, like you said, you gotta eat real food, and they purposely keep the vegetables away from the center aisles, they keep it the farthest away, so it, you know you have to go <laughs> through the junk aisles to get to the real food
0: exactly right i mean there's no no denying that, none at all, well, ladies and gentlemen, you know another subject. Dr. how how do you feel about vitamin D? We're we're gonna talk about that in the next couple of weeks. Uh about how we're really deficient in vitamin D. Uh because of sunscreen use, uh, I, I told my listeners that the SPF eight blocks ninety six percent of the absorption of vitamin D. Uh what, do you do you have any any brief remarks about vitamin D?
1: Yeah, number one, the same companies that make the sunscreens also make the chemotherapy drugs, uh, which is very interesting. <laughs> There's a lot of carcinogenic <laughs> components, seriously, in the sunscreens. Wow. Uh, Joseph Mercola's site, uh, you know, way back when, I think they had an interesting article on sunscreens and its carcinogenic effects. The other interesting things, uh, you know, just... Uh, the only way you get enough vitamin D in the sun, you have to expose your your chest and your and your back, your arms and neck and face is not going to produce enough vitamin D. The other big factor is that unfortunately, a lot of the so-called D3 that's out on the market is made by irradiating lanolin to convert the D2 to D3. There's one company that we use, um, you know, very extensively now. It has super greens plus d but it's d2 and it's from a mushroom source and the kidneys convert the d2 to d3 and this has been verified in blood tests where taking the d2 keeps your d3 level you know at adequate uh level and but if you're taking the irradiated stuff it actually will cause it to go down
0: Wow, that's an interesting point. You did mention that to me this week. Uh, how about K2? Because I usually recommend D3 with K2. Are, are you using yeah, K2 with D2? It's
1: in two the greens? Yeah, it's in greens, but K2 is very, very effective in pulling calcium out of tissue where it doesn't belong. So, for example, you know, fluoride from your toothpaste or water literally causes calcification of soft tissue and in the brain. Uh, so the K2 is very... Uh, instrumental in removing the deposited calcium from the salt. Soft-
0: yeah, that's good. I mean, I, I've I've recommended it because you know there's been lots of studies. And what I do on rejuvenations, uh, other than when I'm talking with you, because you're, you're you're just a wealth of knowledge, is I, you know, I'm I'm going through uh, clinical research articles so that I can tell our audience that this is not something I'm making up. These are from peer-reviewed journals and and when you read about k2 and osteoporosis i mean you wouldn't want to take one of those osteoporosis drugs that that can cause you to break a bone you know you you well, will you know, use the
1: k2 yeah you know what the real problem is um you could have hypothyroidism and that'll cause osteoporosis okay fluoride in in you know one part per million the so called recommended in the public water supply uh will can cause osteoporosis brittle bone And, uh, you know, it's rampant today because we're getting fluoridated water from, you know, the liquids that we're drinking. If they use fluoridated water to produce the juices or soft drinks, you're getting it. It's in your toothpaste. It gets quickly absorbed through the mucous membrane. And the other wild thing is that the fluoride, when it gets into the mitochondria, which is your little powerhouses in the cell, it reduces the electron pump in there so you actually get fatigue because you you don't have enough electrons to make your atp which is your, your fuel for your energy the denison triphosphate it's crazy and uh, you know people aren't connecting the dots on these things it's you know because they they snow the people with all the hype about how great things are and minimize the downside
0: right i mean just one thing that you mentioned hypothyroidism if it, the most underdiagnosed condition since Doctor Broda Barnes wrote the book about it, what does it do? Absolutely. It
1: high high cholesterol, right? Well, it, it's a combination. Everything? Yeah, you can have yeah low thyroid. It'll cause high cholesterol. So if you don't correct the thyroid, you'll never get rid of the you know suppressing the cholesterol is like <laughs> painting over a rust.
0: Exactly right. I mean, there's that—that's another program in itself. And then fluoride, all the halides, including fluoride, are anti-thyroid. They—they they work against the thyroid gland. So,
1: sure. I mean, people know. don't realize that. You know, th- they buy a new car and they're all excited. And in the summertime, you're you're breathing the vapors from your plastic dashboard, and that has bromine in it, which suppresses thyroid.
0: <laughs> yeah, your halides are, are critical to you. They—they they, they just destroy your thyroid gland. But that's why I'm glad that you you called in because you just added added that component uh, to the the program about, uh, you know, the uh, practicalness of of, of everyday living. And, you know, we're going to talk more about thyroid in the coming weeks. We're going to talk more about reverse osmosis, good water, ozonated water, living water. Uh, We have lots of of topics in store for you, ladies and gentlemen. And uh, just remember, if you're in Southwest Florida, you want a slim shape and tone, uh, I need you to, to call 331-5886. The Lipolite non-surgical, non-invasive treatment for uh, you losing inches is really affordable. Uh, if you have a lot of pain, or you have, you're post-surgical for, for any reason for joint surgery, the, the Cryo Spa is available at 331-5886 in the Naples area three-minute treatment and gets rid of your pain and it may take uh, six treatments very very affordable uh, and dr. Ron uh, jr. is also uh board-certified in functional medicine and board-certified in neurology so although his science is chiropractic he has lots of degrees uh, he's been trained by dr. Kalish in functional medicine and uh, you will find you'll have a really great experience at his office there so Jerry, I really appreciate you calling into that. You
1: really added another uh,
0: dimension to the program. Uh, you're always welcome. And when when do you go to uh, Toronto? And what is your website?
1: I'm going to Toronto tomorrow. Uh, catch a two o'clock flight, and then I see I have a little practice up in Toronto. So we we see some pretty interesting cases. We just had one that was uh, had a lot of head trauma, and a side effect of tremors in his hand. And the docs wanted to put electrodes in his brain. To control the tremors with a battery pack under the skin. And yeah. he, he got referred to me, and I adjusted his cranium. And Carol did this reconnective healing before. So she corrected the energy pattern around him. Then I did the cranial. And I'm telling you, within 60 seconds after I finished the cranial, he said his tremors were like 98% gone.
0: Wow. That, that's impressive. Yeah.
1: That yeah. really is it, that, crazy. That's... And, and, and the dentist that I work with, he could, when he would write or use the drill and put pressure on his index finger and thumb, he would go into tremors and Carol worked on him and then I uh, adjusted his cranium and he had some orthodontics on and I bonded his shim, the thickness of a sheet of typing paper, which is 24 bond, which is so darn thin, you, you know it's a very typing right. paper and within five minutes, his tremors totally uh, stopped uh,
0: That, that it, is it, just great stories
1: yeah, it's it's fun stuff. It beats working. But anyway, to well, answer your question, it's com is the website. And then we have another one. It's um the, 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 the Dental Whole Body Connection. One quick thing. I just got an unsolicited email from a woman from London who had 15 years of chronic fatigue. And we have some wonderful articles in there. She read it about root canal teeth and how toxic and talk about arthritis and high cholesterol. You get this chronic infection and inflammation of in body, which is causes, you know, cholesterol. Anyway, she read the article about the toxicity of root canal teeth. She didn't have pain in the tooth, but she knew intuitively something was wrong. February 12th, she said she had the tooth extracted. In 48 hours, her chronic fatigue totally disappeared. This is after 15 years. Wow. And I, I I never treated the patient, but she was so thankful that she read the information on there that gave her the courage to get that tooth out.
0: Wow. Well,
1: that's that's another program
0: that I would love to do with you sometime is, is uh, root canals, especially uh, the work done by Dr. Reif and uh, the work done by uh, the, the dentist from the University of Pennsylvania, whose name escapes me right now, where he actually cultured... Uh, Root canals and and came up with the bacteria that were causing the symptoms in patients. Uh, that that I've always advised patients not to get root canals. Of course, in the early days when I was younger, they were using creosote. I don't know what they use now, but they were using really toxic material back then.
1: Well, to a certain degree, there's. I mean, they're using a, uh, Clorox and uh, hydrogen peroxide to irrigate the canals, and when that gets past the end of the root, it causes inflammation. And it forces the tooth out of the socket a little bit, and that's why when you bite down, it causes pain. It's a little bit crazy.
0: It <laughs> <laughs> <That> is crazy, <laughs> well, ladies and gentlemen. You've been listening to a, a good friend of the show. I, 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 I'm, I'm, he's becoming a good friend of mine, Doctor Jerry Smith, uh, Whole Body Dental conne- Whole Body Dental Connection, ICNR. Uh, he has a wealth of knowledge. He's always uh, not only fun to talk to, he he, he has practical experience, giving you real-life uh, examples of what he's doing. And I want to just, before I sign off, I just want to re- remind you, you're going to be seeing something about statins and uh, macular degeneration. Remember, statins already are proven to cause cataracts. So and it increases your risk by that for that condition by 25%. Statins can cause diabetes, you know, we we've we've talked about that today. I think it's like a wrecking ball aimed at your eyeball. Uh so please be careful if you see these articles or you see your uh anybody recommending you take statins for uh macular degeneration. In March we will have Dr. Stephen Pascucci, a well-known uh, uh ophthalmologist as uh, Trained at Will's Eye Hospital, uh, practicing here now in Southwest Florida, and he is, his topic will be uh, macular degeneration. So, hold off, do not take a statin. In my opinion, check with your physician, of course, if you uh, have this uh, macular degeneration. So, ladies and gentlemen, this is this hour plus just flew by. I want to thank, with wholeheartedly, Dr. Jerry Smith uh, for uh, his expertise and his comments today. I uh, wish you a safe trip and lots of good stories to bring back, and we, our listeners want to hear about them. So have I a I just want to trip. share
1: this one, one little story. Go for it. If I have a second. You do. My, good friend's, my good friend's mother lives down in Florida, and she misplaced her dentures for like <laughs> over a year. She couldn't find her dentures. So he says, what can I do? I said, well, next time you go visit your mom, give her some ginkgo biloba. And an hour later, she Jumped up out of her chair, ran into the bedroom, and found her dentures. Remember where the hell she put them? <laughs> <laughs> a miracle! A miracle! Yeah, all you do um, is a little ginkgo, a little herb to increase the circulation to the brain, and it starts to function.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, there, there was another herb. Uh, you know, it grows on a vine. that has a flower and thorns. A, what the? What's that called? It's a beautiful uh, flower. It slips my that mind that, right now. Yeah. Well, the guy said, "Well, that's a rose." Oh, yeah, rose. Get my dentures.
1: <laughs> anyway, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, uh,
0: we were having a, we had a great great time today. want with a, always with an attitude of gratitude because. Uh, your, your emotions play a big part in your health, and uh, gratitude improves your quality of life. It's an antidote for all negative emotions like depression, anxiety, and anger. Be thankful. A bad attitude is like a flat tire. You can't go anywhere until you change it. So with that, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to sign off today, again, thanking Dr. Smith. And we will see you next week at 4 p.m. And have a safe trip to Toronto. Thank you. Take care. Dr. Ron and Dr. Ron I have left the building. Thank you for listening to Rejuvenation Health Radio here on com. See you next week. Ciao.